Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Goody Ken sucks. Jordan Addison ran a 5-3-40 and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. We got another touchdown in Maryland UVA right now. That'll make it 21-14 after the extra point. Unless losing is at least losing has been fun to watch. Well, that's the thing. It's like when you take an under in a game, and then there's a lot of scoring. You're like, well, I guess the trade-off is I get to watch. I guess scoring. I don't hate this, other than the fact that I just <laughs> lost money. Just forget about the money and just think of the beautiful touchdown that Baby Tua just threw. What we need, well, I guess you got the parlay, T. But what we need is, I mean, Utah State's doing the damn thing over here. Yeah, they they haven't scored a point. We got nine minutes to go in the first half. 29 nothing Air Force right now. See, I feel good with this handicap, though. There's some games, Luke, you're going to learn this in your career. You're still a young lad, a young pup in the biz. There's going to be some bets whoa, whoa. that you lose. Not every bet that you lose is a bad bet. <laughs> this is not a bad bet. Problem is, when we got turnovers in, you know, the opposing team's territory, that'll come back to haunt you. Oh, my God, guys. I forgot to tell you guys something. Uh, speaking of young pups, woof, woof. <laughs> so I went, uh, this is like a, I know we're going to get to the NFL and picks, but I have to share this with someone and you guys are here and I just need to let, I need to bear my soul. So I went to uh, look for uh, a house today and I went and viewed a place and uh, Emma, my dog, 10 years old, been uh, a ride or die for nine and a half years with her. She's one of the more, most well-trained dogs that you're going to find. And uh, so Emma goes down into the little lower level of the house and uh, takes about seven poops down there. No. Runs, gets so excited she does the zoomies and just poops in the bottom level of the wood floor. Oh, no. So, uh, I'd kill somebody, Luke. But it's, it's not oh, staged no. or anything. It was all wood. So we cleaned it up. Nobody saw it. No one was the wise. Oh, good, good. It's good because she's also pooped Nobody in the building there. here Nick, before. Nick so. cleaned it up. I had well, to clean up her excited. poop in the building before. She so. was excited. Those yeah. were the last two times she's pooped inside was those two. <laughs> those, those I had to go two. find a, a cardboard box out of a trash can and <laughs> scoop it up and then take it to the bathroom. This no. is a true the realtor, story. The realtor, bless her heart, Vicky, she, did, she had no idea. She was none the wiser. Well, that's good. Yeah, so that's, I just, woof, woof. <laughs> so woof, woof made you think of your dog taking a dump. I was like, right. I was thinking about pups, and then I was thinking, man, even old dogs can sometimes act like puppies, like today. <laughs> At least it's a dog that's just going around pooping all over the place. It's not like a like a person. That's you know? true. One day you'll have, you know. You like, when's the last time you pooped on the floor in a building, Ryan? It's been about a week. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, it's better than Ryan. Yeah. So there you no, go. No, but like, you know, when you have, I, I, the worst part for me was when we had Nathan. I mean, that part was great, but Amanda had to leave for three months for apple training in california and i had to well, as a baby yeah as a baby so i had to like take him everywhere i went and fathers people don't know this men in this country discriminated upon discriminated discriminated upon in you what way you, were you discriminated upon you know you know you know that man we know the word discrimination so when you tried discrimination to, towards men in when, the in the men's bathroom when you tried because, to breastfeed when you tried to breastfeed nathan they no, weren't but like, having it there was no changing tables in most men men's bathrooms it's friday definitely at 10 p.m uh, it's only nine. nine, actually. Oh my god, <laughs> it's um so late. It's what was I even talking about? Uh, oh yeah, there poop. was no there was no changing tables in the men's bathrooms. Now luckily there's like the family bathrooms, but like men can't really go in there. Like we can, but we get like look we get weird looks. Well, if we... you have a baby, you probably don't get weird looks. 
if you go in without no, even, a baby, probably get weird. No, because like you're like waiting in the room and you go in there and there's like women and they're like shopping and they're all like talking together and like changing their kids and you're just like, hey, did you guys uh, see the Colts game the other day? I think Anthony Richardson might actually be the real deal. But yeah, like what no changing tables. So when my kid, Nathan, when he would go to the bathroom in his Sports. pants and his diaper, you know, nowhere to go. I would have to like one time I had to do it like in the back of a car and it was our station car at KSIB. It was a mess. Oh my gosh. It's a mess. So, so. I got to be honest. I would love to have video of those days. This is like Better Ryan. Call Saul, but like yeah. this is like the birth There's like of three Ryan men and a baby, Norba. but it was yeah. just one man and a baby. Yeah. In Iowa. Incredible. So it's not like I can just like Iowa. call up my mom for help. Move. Like calling over like Peepaw. <laughs> hey, I know you got three teeth and you live across the street, but, but can any you help chance me with this? You uh... can cut off the Kenny Chesney and come over here. <laughs> Put down the bush light and help me change this uh, this young lad's diaper. Uh, you know what? Maybe you can, anyway, you can you can make a push now for changing tables in the men's bathroom. There you go. But guy, the problem is they don't do it because guys would do stupid things in there too. Young guys that would just try to sit on it and they'd break it. Let's be honest. Guys are idiots. So all right, Seattle's at Detroit. The total's forty seven there. Detroit's a four-and-a-half-point favorite. And look, this is this is two teams that are getting, uh, I guess, looked at very differently. It's polar opposites given week one, where Seattle got whooped by the Rams. And then Detroit, in a standalone game to open the season, goes out, and they win, and they beat Kansas City. So the question really first here is, are, is, is Seattle actually turning into a pumpkin? we got to try to figure that out. Now, last year, Seattle beat Detroit 48-45, and then in 2021 beat the Lions 51-29. So these teams score a Jeez. ton of points against yeah, each other. They, I mean, it, it, it's insane. So to me, this feels like a clear over in this game. But you've also got Aiden Hutchinson, who tied for the NFL lead in week one with six pressures. So he gets after the quarterback on top of that. I just, I don't know if Seattle and Geno Smith is the same team we saw last year. I kept telling you guys this offseason, look at Geno Smith towards the end of last season. He was not the same that we saw at the beginning of the year. I'm not ready to totally write off Seattle just yet, but Detroit is a legit good team now. And I actually, I'm not taking a side in this, but if I had to lean, I'm not going to go in the let's make up for what happened last week for Seattle. I would go Detroit, but I'm going to take the over instead. A lot of line movement here. We saw a six earlier this week. Now we're getting a four and a half. I like the Lions. Um, if you want to end up buying a point and getting like a three, three and a half, that'd be fine. I'm comfortable with the four and a half, though. I was comfortable with the six earlier this week. I might actually get it at at six and a half, seven, just so I can get plus money. I think the Detroit Lions at the crib, Ford Field, it's going to be rocking there. This is as much excitement as they ha- they've had to start a season in a very, very long time. Uh, Seattle obviously licking their wounds after the loss against the Rams. Yeah, I think the Lions are going to be the legit team. I think they're going to win the division. I like the over. I like the Lions, obviously, minus 4.5, minus 6.5, minus 7. Uh, and then I would look at some player props as well, maybe a little uh, maybe a little Jameer Gibbs action. Maybe a That's little, my guy. Yeah, maybe a little Geno Smith under. You go under on Geno in this yeah, game? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, see, I agree, Nick. I'd probably, if I'm touching the total, I'd only go over in the game. And I would make the number four, so the number actually shows some value to Seattle here because it's, you know, you you can't, like, change everything after just, like, one sample size and what we saw just the last eight weeks of the season. But I have no interest in betting Seattle right now. I would only bet the Lions. I bet the Lions, even though the number's off a little bit, just because they're going to be jacked. They're going to be ready to go in Detroit, first home game. They're going to be wearing, like, the foot soldier cutoff ski masks at this game. Barry going to be in there. Yeah, and I just – I have some concerns about Seattle. Like, I was really high on them coming into the season Mm -hmm. like most, 
mainly because of the defense. I really like the draft picks. I like Devin Weatherspoon out of Illinois. But we got to remember these are young guys. And uh, Detroit looks like they might be the real deal. They were really good defensively. You brought up Hutchinson, but really good the last, like, six weeks of the season last year. And even though that game didn't mean anything for Detroit, going to Lambeau Field, beating the Packers to prevent them from going to the playoffs, the divisional rival, like, that showed me that maybe Dan Campbell is for real. And that was like a playoff game almost. You know what I mean? Because for Green Bay, it sure as hell was. And they uh, beat them. They couldn't figure out a way to get it done. It's not my favorite play, but I do like Detroit. It just seems like they're begging me to take Seattle, to take more than a field goal, you know, get the key number with Seattle. But I'm just going to – I like the Lions. It feels like you're getting baited too much there. How often do you guys believe in the do theory? Occasionally? Regularly? Occasionally. Mainly baseball. I'm like, oh, well. Reds lost 14 in a row. Jared Goff has thrown 359 consecutive passes without an interception. That's the third longest streak in NFL history. If you believe in the do factor and you want to dabble in just one interception for Jared Goff, it's plus 125. Yeah, Ben Johnson's just so smart, though. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly what to do with Jared Goff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But still, this might be the week. This might be the week. The only other direction I'd go, I actually already bet this. Jared, for a road game, Jared Goff, over 266 and a half passing yards. He's averaging 275 playing at Ford Field. See, so he plays really well at home. Right, at home, in warm weather. That's why there's, it's close money pockets. for an interception. I, I, I wouldn't yeah. bet that, but that's just just tossing that out there in case anybody wants to just take a little nibble at it. I'm going to wait. I'm going to pick my spot. I want, I want a team that's like going to get after him because when he's pressured, yep. that's where he's really this is Yeah, this is, not, this is not the situation yeah, where that's going to be. be. All right, Chicago's at Tampa. Tampa's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Low total here, too. That's only sitting at 40-and-a-half right now. Justin Fields said after week one, right, he was a little bit too conservative. I mean, he looked he looked like a one-read quarterback. And there was a point for a while where they just were they were down, and Chicago's still running the ball against Green Bay because it was clear that they just didn't have confidence in Justin Fields. DJ Moore's actually never caught a touchdown when facing either Carlton Davis or Jamel Dean. Those are both the Tampa corners that he's going to face, and we saw him just only have two catches, 25 yards week one. I have no idea what Chase Poole, Chase Claypool's situation is going to be. I don't know why he'd ever be out there anymore. They benched Guy him. Was, and are they officially not playing him at all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think he's going to be inactive, actually. Yeah, that's what I was game. wondering, if he's actually going to be inactive or they're just going to not... He's just not going to get a lot of time. He He's worthless. There's a reason why Pittsburgh didn't want him and got rid of him, and now you're seeing it. But, yeah, like, you saw two two forms of Baker Mayfield, right? Started 3 of 11 for 12 yards, settled down in the second half. Baker Mayfield does look like, and we've seen this before, a good starting quarterback in the NFL in the right situation. So I lean Tampa on this because I don't trust Justin Fields. I don't see a quarterback that can consistently read defenses and go through the progressions enough. He's counts, he counts. He leans way too much on his athleticism. And I get it. That's a hard thing for a lot of quarterbacks that are dual threat quarterbacks to break that habit. You've been able to do it your entire career, but it, it's different once you get to the NFL. Yeah, I bet Tampa here, but like, uh, I'm sorry, I bet the Bears here at three. It's down to two and a half, and now I would lead Tampa. I don't want to pay mm-hmm. a minus 120, but I know people that bet a lot more money on games came in today and they bet Tampa Bay, and that's why that went from three to two and a half. Yep. I just, this was a numbers play for me where this summer the Bears would have been a one and a half point road favorite, and then we were catching three on the road, and I thought it was a little bit of an overreaction to them looking bad against Green Bay week one, and for Tampa Bay going on the road and beating a bad Vikings team. But. Yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay probably finds a way to win this game if Chicago looks like they did week one. But I just think that Luke Getze is going to make the proper adjustments, hopefully, and get the ball to the playmakers because that's what you need. Like, D.J. Moore was taken out of the game plan last week. Mooney, you got to use. I don't really worry about Chase Claypool. They're going to have to run the ball, though. That offensive line, they spent money. They used a first-round draft pick, but it still looked like the Bears' offensive line from last year where Fields had to run at the end just to make anything happen. So, 
Bet the Bears. Don't feel great about it. Yeah, this is a stay away for me. This is maybe like a a, a lean to the under. I think, what is it, 40 and a half? Mm-hmm. I do like the under. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. minus 110. Like These two offenses I don't trust at all. These two quarterbacks I don't trust at all. You saw what the Buccaneers did uh, last week. You saw how ugly the Bears were as well. So that would be the only thing that I would look at. As of now, at least. Got some trust issues over there, huh, Trista? Yeah, for, the, for these, <laughs> these two, two teams, bums. For sure, yeah, for yeah. sure. I don't blame you. I don't have trust issues with or I have trust issues with both of them, too. All right, Vegas is at Buffalo. We all know what happened on Monday Night Football with the Bills. Josh Allen decided he wanted to be Brett Favre, except he looked more like Rex Grossman out there, and it was just a complete and astonishing embarrassment with the way that that game ended. But the Bills are eight-and-a-half-point favorites. That totals 47 right now. And, and look, right, the, I, I guess... It's got to be Josh Allen learning his lesson from last game? Or wait, is it that Brian Dable's not there anymore? Like, we still don't really know whether Brian Dable is what really gave the gave us the true form of Josh Allen in his prime or not. And I think that's the question, and that's really where you could almost have some trust issues in this game, too. I think the big one to keep in mind here, too, on the other side of things, Jacoby Myers in that concussion. Yeah. Nine catches, 81 yards, two touchdowns. Jimmy G had some really good chemistry with him in week one. Yeah, man, and I mean, that's like huge, because you have Devontae Adams, and one way to make sure that Devontae Adams doesn't get you know, uh, man coverage with safety help on top or double covered. We've seen Devontae Adams get triple team before in a game. So one way to make sure that that doesn't happen would be to have a guy like Jacoby out there, and that loss is huge. Here's another one. I got a text message earlier from my buddy that works at a casino and said all Raiders money today. Really? Really, like, smart, professional money on the Raiders. I bet the Bills, and I bet a crappy number at 9. So I'm off, uh, or they're off. I like the Bills to bounce back here. I think the Bills at home off a loss are a good bet. I think that defense bounces back. I don't think the Raiders are as good as they showed week one, Jimmy G. And Josh Allen has to be better. I don't think – I mean, like, if you go back, you watch that game against the Jets, they should have won that game probably by two scores if he doesn't go and play hero ball. And I trust that um, he's going to play a little bit more conservative this week. So I still like the Bills, but maybe I'm off there too. I love the board, and now I'm like, nah, am I off or – but I, I do off. like Buffalo. Yeah, I hate, like <laughs> – don't I hate doubt losing. yourself. Well, I hate betting bad numbers, and I, I, bet, I bet a bad one here. I actually bet a nine and a half. Yeah, uh, it's down to eight and a half. I like the Bills' first quarter minus three plus one hundred. So you're getting some positive, uh, po- a positive number there. I-, I just like the Bills at home. You talk about a team that's defensively going to pin their ears back against a Raiders team that now doesn't have all of their weapons. This offense it ha- wasn't good last year either, even yeah. with Derek Carr. Like I trust Jimmy G less than I trust Derek Carr. Uh, Josh Jacobs did absolutely nothing off of a really big year last year and the Bills are going to be licking their wounds they looked pretty bad against the Jets like you said they should have won that game they should have won that game big so to me it feels like they're going to get started hot I like them just in the first quarter probably staying away from that big number if I had to play yeah if I I had to play a full game I would probably play Bills just because you've gotten a little bit of I mean you're getting below nine but for me it's it's first quarter and nothing it's a good call I didn't think of I might play that with you. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, I like that too. You know, it's funny. We talk about the Vikings and their success in one-score games. On the other side of things, Raiders 5-9 and nine in one-score games, six worse in the NFL over that stretch. So, complete opposite of the Vikings. But, you know, Raiders, they're still the Raiders. Yeah. Still the Raiders. All right, more previews coming up. It's BetMGM tonight. It's time for our hosting trifecta to take a break. We'll be right back with more on BetMGM Tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL.